Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Friday, February 5th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Uh, as the Flyers get set for another game with the Boston Bruins tonight, a chance at redemption. And usually I don't carry a loss very long. I have a mantra. It's don't go to bed mad. I went to bed mad the, the night after the game. Uh, as you heard on yesterday's episode, uh, I'm still ticked off at that loss for some reason. I can't shake it. It's got to be one of those things the team learns from, that you cannot make those kind of mental mistakes in a hockey game against a team like the Boston Bruins. You can't make those mistakes against any team. It doesn't matter. The league is so, there's so much parity in the league that you can't make those kind of mistakes. And it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, the episode was very therapeutic, uh, but it wasn't enough to get me over it. The only thing that can get me over it to move forward is knowing that the team learned from it. And these are professional players. Look, they learn from these things. They know not to do them. They happen in a game. It's it, You're competitive, and you want to make plays, and Kevin Hayes wanted to make a play on Brad Marchand. Sometimes you'd make mistakes in sports. Um, whether it was any of those penalties and, and letting a team like the Bruins back in the game. And you can't put yourself in a position to let a team's strength be the determining factor in a game. You, what you always want to do is take away a team's strength and force their weakness to beat you. The Flyers teed them up to let the strength beat them with their power play and with that top line. And, you know, Bergeron, Marchand, and David Pasternak, who scored 48 goals last year in 70 games just back, and he's on a heater again already. So it's a tough one to shake, but they have a chance tonight uh, to get two points, take three of a possible four in the two-game set with the Boston Bruins. And tonight will be really interesting to how they come out. Clearly, the Boston Bruins are playing very well. They were uh, Now they're now 6-0-1 since they started that series in Boston against the Flyers after their first three games of the season. They've been so good. And they had a rough start, and they didn't score an even-strength goal for the first three games. They only averaged um, a goal a game in that first three-game period, but clearly they've got it going now, and they look like a team that is definitely a power in this East Division. And the Flyers uh, have an opportunity tonight to shake off that collapse in the final eight minutes in that last game where they had a two-goal lead in the third period and chart a new course. But that will be determined coming up tonight, beginning tonight, frankly. So we'll see what happens tonight. I'm looking forward to the game. Can't wait for the game. And we'll have an episode tomorrow breaking down the game and uh, the ramifications thereof. Uh, but right now, let's get to a conversation I had with Flyers goaltender Brian Elliott. This is actually from two days ago when I taped it with Brian Elliott. I didn't think it would fit in yesterday's episode after that collapse. And uh, I wanted to have one of those episodes where I got to vent and people got to get Twitter questions in and vent as well. Uh, so I held on to it for an extra day. Uh, but here's a conversation I had with Flyers goaltender Brian Elliott. Uh, joining us right now on Flyers Daily is Flyers goaltender Brian Elliott. The Moose, how you doing, buddy? Too bad. How are you? I'm good. Um, how's it been um, kind of getting back and getting back in the swing of things? It's been a few weeks now. You guys are into this season. How different does it feel as opposed to a normal kind of training camp preseason and then season for you? Yeah, it was uh, when we first started out, it was a little different. Um, just, you know, not getting any preseason games in was weird. Um, no fans, no, uh, you know, just no interactions with, with the outside world. But, you know, that's kind of par for the course for everybody right now. And, um, you know, we're just trying to, 
you know, make the most out of it away from the rink and, you know, try to stay uh, sane as best as anyone can. And uh, when you get to the rink, you know, it's, you know, business as usual with a mask on now. And, um, you know, I think uh, we're kind of getting into the swing of things as a team right now and um, getting better game by game. And that's what we want to be doing. When do you usually get on the ice in a normal year um, in an off season? And and how was, how close was that kind of this you know, even though the off season was in the fall, but did you have kind of the same regiment that you usually have in preparation? Um, it was a little different. Um, usually I try to start skating in uh, like July, mid July, and then ramp it up into August. And then September comes, you're, you basically come into to your city, to, to Philly and um, getting ready for camp. But this year, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty uh, with when we were going to start, if we were going to start, um, you know, so I, I just, I hopped on early. Um, I don't even know what month it was because everything's out of order, but, um, you know, I just, I tried to, uh, get some, you know, good off, off ice workouts in. I felt good going into skate and, um, I, I hopped on, I didn't take any shots for the first week, just kind of worked on my edge work. Um, just kind of getting used to the pads again and, uh, I think it really helped. I, I, I liked it. I think you just have to be smart with it. You can't hop out there, take a bunch of shots right away and create bad habits. I think you, you got to, you know, create your your good foundation and then uh, start slowly and ramp it up from there. Did you find, I know I talked to a lot of different goalies around, around the league and some goalies, you know, have a hard time with what's going on, finding high caliber NHL level or high level shooters for you to get ready. Did you have any issue there? Um, a little bit. It was week to week, you know, guys coming in and coming out, uh, you know, there's guys having to be away from the rink because of COVID and, you know, isolating and, um, but, you know, Madison, you know, there was a bunch of rinks that we, uh, we could get to a lot of, uh, good people, uh, helping out and, um, you know, you have your goalie coach, you can get, uh, you know, uh, good shots basically, you know, to build that foundation and then, um, you know, I kind of stepped it up to more of the NHL, AHL group um, when uh, I wanted to to get, you know, challenge myself and kind of you know, bag myself a little bit to get ready for training camp. Kim, uh, your goalie coach with the Flyers, uh, how is he as a shooter? <laughs> um, <laughs> no comment. I don't want to <laughs> put, my, uh, put in my mouth. Um, <laughs> no, it's. That's one of the things. I mean, he can put it where he wants to, but uh, when you get into the season, you got to, you know, face those NHL shots, and um, he lets the guys shoot and, and uh, picks picks the right guys that he can trust to, to put it where we want. Yeah, that's, no, nothing worse than you're trying to work on a specific thing and the other guy is shooting to the other side. Um, did you make any changes to your game uh, in the offseason, anything you adjusted and either depth or, you know, your setup or anything like that? Um. Not really changes. I, I, you know, take the same approach. I think just focusing on, on certain things. Um, a lot of things that uh, Dilly and I, you know, talked about before the bubble, in the bubble, and after the bubble. Um, you know, just focusing on, you know, really staying down on pucks, trying to, uh, you know, if you're going to get in scramble situations, falling, you know, trying to fall forward and and create that wall along the ice as best you can. Just things like that and and with that i think you know little changes like that come you know uh, just you play a little bit differently and maybe you know 
I, I feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more on top of my toes and less on the heels. And, you know, I've been feeling good with everything that we've kind of worked on and tweaked. How many goalie coaches have tried to get you a little narrower with your legs? Your guy gets real wide. Um, oh, in my stance, uh, not really. I mean, once you get to this level, I think it's, you know, they know that uh, how you're comfortable and, and how you got to that level is, is you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a feat in its own. So when you try to change, you know, whole stances, uh, you, you can get yourself in trouble. So I think, um, you know, you work with the strengths of each goalie and you try to, um, you know, work on uh things that you can you know tweak within your own style and i think that's you got to be true to your style i, I think uh, uh that's a big thing in the goaltending world i mean you can't really play like anybody else and, and nobody can play like you so it's uh you try to take a little bit from everybody and you know see how it goes but yeah i don't know i've just always kind of had a wider stance and i just feel more on top of my game and in that uh that ready stance yeah, it, it, you're still able to get such explosion in your pushes too. Even even that wide, it's it's so incredible. Uh, Moose, you played your last regular season game uh, back in March last year, and then you played a little bit in the bubble, and then you started your first game in Philly uh, for the first time since last March against Buffalo. You got that forty save shutout, your forty first career shutout. Uh, I'm just kind of marveling at not a lot of hockey for a long period of time and how you came in and you look, I, I watched you in camp too. You look incredibly sharp. Would you have been able to do that earlier in your career with that kind of break and in, in game action to be able to come in and, and deliver that? Or is that something that comes with experience? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I think uh, definitely the experience puts your mind at ease knowing that, you know, you know what you're capable of and, you know that uh, you can give your guys uh, a good shot at winning the game when you're when you're in that, and um, I think you know it didn't seem like that uh, you know big of a layoff. I think because we had you know a, a shorter break between the, the the end of the season and the bubble, and then a sh- kind of a shorter break between you know the bubble and and the start of the season. So you know it, it didn't seem like uh, we were away from it that much, and you know we were on the ice a lot, so it's. You weren't uh, totally away from the game, and uh, maybe it would be different if we were one of the teams that uh, didn't get to go in the bubble. That would probably be a longer layoff. But uh, for us, it, it kind of—I don't know—it seemed as normal as could be for for what it was. Uh, talk about the team this year. You got your record through ten games, seven, two, and one. Um, tremendous start from that standpoint. We know the process isn't where you guys want it. Uh, you got the goalies, both you and Carter, seeing a lot of rubber. Are you seeing a lot of quality? Because I always say, you know, it's not. Don't look at the shot count. Look at the the high danger chances and and the difficult saves goalies have to make. And you guys have had to make some difficult and very timely saves. But when you're seeing that much rubber, has it been a lot of quality rubber? Or have you seen a lot from the outside? Um, you know, I think it it's kind of been a little bit of a mix. Um, we've had you know just some weird breakdowns that you know comes with trying to gain uh, your chemistry back with your teammates and um, and positionally being positionally sound as a team. Um, so I, I think, you know, we both had to, to face, you know, some, uh, some chances that you don't normally see, but uh, as far as the, yeah, seeing shots from the outside, I, I think, you know, we've done a good job as a team with bending and not breaking and, you know, taking away those high chance areas and, you know, given, 
giving up shots, but uh, trying to keep them from the outside and letting us handle them. And I, I think, you know, that's kind of been the story a little bit so far uh, with the year. I think we can clean up a lot. And I think to a man, we all know that um, what we can do to, to be better as a team, but um, you know, we're starting to piece things together and uh, I think every team's having those kind of troubles. So, um, but we've been winning games and I think that's, that's huge when you know, you're not playing well and, you're still coming out with a win uh, that speaks volumes. And, and, you know, it gives us confidence moving forward that we can do some major damage if uh, we can put a 60-minute game together uh, nightly. Yeah, I said this on the podcast the other day, and I firmly believe it. You've been in the league a long time, played on teams of varying skill and success levels. Um, good teams find ways to win when they're not at their best, and bad teams find ways to lose when they are at their best. Do you agree with that uh, in your time in the league? Yeah, I think so. Um, you definitely can shoot yourself in the foot when you're playing well. You can, you know, play a, a 50 minutes really well and have a 10 minute lapse and, and lose a game. And, yeah. um, you know, sometimes that's what's happened this year. We, we haven't played well for most of the game and we, we come out with, uh, you know, a couple backdoor plays with goals and, and come out with two points. And uh, we're not trying to fool ourselves. We're not trying to fool anybody. I think we all recognize what's going on a little bit. And um, I think their urgency is there. And, and we know that we need to execute better. And um, if we do that, we'll, we'll be uh, on, the, on the good side of the ledger more often. As a goalie for you that, that's seen so much in the NHL, what's the most difficult scenario for, for you as a goalie that stresses you the most? Is it, is it the layered screens? Is it the cross-ice pass uh, to the back door? What's the one that, that you'd like to limit the amount of opportunities the opposition gets? <laughs> um, the layered screen know, sucks because you can't see. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's every situation so different. I think you just take it as it comes. I mean, I, I, I try to take the attitude of, of wanting that next shot and not being, you know, afraid or not being uh, anxious about anything. So, you know, I, I try to have that self-talk of, you know, bring it on, whatever you're, whatever you're coming with, I'll, I'll take on the challenge. And, um, you know, I, I try to do it like that instead of, you know, trying to limit certain things. So, um, you know, you want to limit the, the cross-ice stuff and, and, you know, backdoor tap-ins, obviously. It's not uh, the easiest stuff, but, um, you know, I think as a team, we're, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll handle whatever you come with us at and uh, try to bring it ourselves. So I, I think that's a good mentality to have. Absolutely. You like the challenge of some of those, too, when you make a great save on them. They're confidence builders. Are you, are you a guy that talks uh, to, your, to your net or verbalizes things when you're in the middle of a game? Um, I, I, I definitely have the, the self-talk, not out loud, but, uh, um, you know, I think just putting yourself in the, that frame of mind in different situations. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I think most guys probably do at this point, just the little cues to, to get you going and make sure you're, uh, in that, you know, peak state of mind. And that's always helped me throughout my career. So, um, you know, I always wonder, I was like, I wonder if players are saying the same thing like before a face-off as, as we are, you know. So um, I've yet to, yet to figure that out. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, a pretty, pretty cool thing that uh, I think a lot of goalies do. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of 
help throughout our years. And I think I, I take a little bit of that help and put it in each one of my situations when I come, uh, come on the ice. Um, earlier in the season in that Boston game, the second Boston game, um, Carter did not like his performance and he exploded at the end of the game and, and teed off on, uh, on the net with his stick. Um, you need to teach him how to hit the post better to break that stick, but more by the handle. Um, but uh, he apologized for it. he apologized for it after. Uh, I thought it was pretty comical that he apologized, uh, and he, I guess it was just out of character for him. But uh, when you saw him do that, what was your, what was your thoughts? Um, that's what, I mean. That's what I was thinking. One of my first goalie coaches in the NHL, he taught me. You know, if you're going to break your stick, you only take one swing. You don't take multiple swings. You better break it on the first. um but no it's uh it's something I mean I got asked a question in the media earlier about that and I'm like it's something you just have to go through and you know you handle it whatever way you handle it and um you know it's 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 something that comes with the territory you're gonna have off nights or you're gonna have nights that you get left out to dry a little bit and and you're gonna eat some pucks so um it's it's not it's not fun to have it happen to you but uh you know, I think, uh, you know, he realized what he did and he didn't like it. And, uh, you know, he'll know better uh, moving forward. Yeah, I think you got to let it out, though. You get that frustration out. And sometimes that that's just the good first step to uh, kind of putting it, compartmentalizing, getting rid of it, because uh, that's what you need to do. Uh, Moose, I, I appreciate you joining us, man. I love talking to you. You know that. Um, can't wait for uh, the game, uh, you know, the games to continue here. It's been wild and hopefully, uh, you know, things get you know, the process of the team gets into it really dialed in because the way you guys are, are piling up wins early, that's that's of the most importance probably here, isn't it? That even though you haven't had your game, you guys have gotten off to a good start and you're in a good position because getting behind it would be really difficult. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier on in training camp and, you know, it's 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 a sprint as many, uh, you know, it, it seems like a lot of games, but, uh, you know, we're we're in it now and you know you you realize how fast they go and those points can can either come or go pretty quick and um you know especially on there's a lot of tight games right now a lot of three-point nights and um even if you're winning you're you're sometimes only making up one point at a time uh, on the ground and uh you just got to put yourself you know ahead of the ball as much as you can and um i think we've done a good job so far so we got to keep it up and um, you know, I'm happy to, to get out there and hopefully keep piling up uh, those W's. Well, Moose, thanks for uh, joining us here on Flyers Day. We appreciate it. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Boy, has he been so good this year for the Flyers and such a good tandem uh, mate for Carter Hart and goalie partner, having that experience to draw on and being able to go into a game when you haven't played a lot and deliver real high-quality performances is not an easy thing as, a, as what you would deem as a backup goaltender. It's not. It's a rhythm position, and as much as you can try and simulate game action and compete level and all that in practice, it's not the same as a game. So major stick taps to Brian Elliott for the performances that he's given the Flyers so far this year, and we thank him for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. That's going to do it for this episode. Game tonight. What is going to happen? Uh, well, we'll find out, and uh, we'll break it down in tomorrow's episode. In the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily.